Hello, hi, and welcome to another episode of The Emma Gunn Show and a midweek instalment of Bullet Points. Hey, listen, I have something to tell you, but let's keep it between you, me, and the gatepost, yeah? Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I do hope you enjoyed my little tease, the promise of some precious, valuable information that would remain just between us, because this week's bullet points is all about gossip. Mm, Gossip. Casual and unconstrained conversation or reports about other people typically involving details that are not confirmed as true. That's one of the definitions I found online. And the reason I wanted to talk about it in this episode is because... I don't care for gossip. I really do not. I do not care for it. And yet, and yet, I used to think that being in the know was a really good thing. And I used to be quite jealous of people who seemed to have all of this information about everything and everyone at their fingertips. But wanting to be like that meant participating in gossip. And... Yeah, that's just become less and less interesting to me as I am getting older. Now, I'm sure many of you can relate to this, but um, let's take my job in magazines, although I'm sure it would translate to any industry. So on magazines, having the inside scoop on who might be moving jobs, who might be going on maternity leave, who might be thinking about quitting, all of those things, that kind of information was incredibly valuable. The kind of thing that would get exchanged over breakfasts, lunch and cocktails, like, oh, you know, so-and-so's doing this or you didn't hear it from me, but, and the earlier you heard the earlier you could pounce, get ahead of the competition and potentially stake a claim or inquiry with an editor or publisher about a job that you were interested in. And that felt like a really important part of the entire equation of being in the workplace. And again, I'm sure it doesn't just exist in media. I'm sure it's across all industries. But then there was also this other type of industry gossip, the stuff where you talk about who was really happy in their job, who hated their editor, who wasn't happy, who thought the boss was a wanker, who was almost certainly getting made redundant or whose assistant was screwing things up or all of that kind of thing. They were also extremely hot tickets and just kind of this idea that you didn't really know, but it was as if you were peeking into the world and you saw something you shouldn't. So knowing stuff is great. And I remember hearing people talk about the industry with such knowing that I assume they must be really well liked. And I guess as well, like really trusted to know all of this information. You have to be trusted, right? Because you'd only know it if the people who's, who it was about trusted you with it to tell you. I mean, so I just thought these people must be really good people. You were really trusted and you could tell anything to them and it was fine. Yes. I realize how silly that sounds, but When someone would pass on all this information and then say something like, I'm only going to tell this to you or I wouldn't tell anyone else, but I know that you don't talk, that kind of thing, you think, yeah, yeah, you're right, I don't. But I wasn't thinking about what would happen outside of my, what I had autonomy over. And that's just gossip in the workplace and doesn't even get me started on gossip among friends or family or other social situations, clubs, networks, that kind of thing. 
But I was thinking recently about why I've made such a U-turn about passing on information, because that's essentially what it is, and being involved in the social soup of exchanging tit for tat. But I have, I really have made, I don't know whether it's a U-turn, I never deliberately gossiped maliciously, which I will come on into a bit, but I think I definitely, not I think, I definitely participated in gossip and there are gossips and there is gossiping that I regret participating in and by choosing not to life is definitely better so you know how I said I used to think people who always had information to share had the inside scoop on a situation um that everyone was desperate to know about and who were the key players all of that kind of thing the people who seem to know everything well I used to want to be like them I used to admire the fact that they've been able to gather all of this information but now I don't see them the same way The people who I feel much more comfortable with socially and professionally are the ones who probably know way more than they ever let on. The ones who actively say nothing or, you know what I mean by actively say nothing? They are choosing not to say anything. Or the ones that do that, but also honestly, when people contribute something positive, when a gossipy conversation is veering towards the negative, dare I say bitchy, those are the people that I'm like, you, you, I really like you. And I also had a bit of a revelation recently where someone was telling me something really quite shocking about uh, someone, uh, it was to do with work, but there's definitely a friendly relationship there. And true to form, this gossip was not verified information, just an untruth that had been passed on in a series of whispers over breakfast, lunches, blah, blah, blah. But the the topic, the subject of the gossip was a professional indiscretion, perhaps even better described as gross misconduct, that could potentially seriously damage that person's reputation. And my first approach was to say, they're your friend, they'd be really devastated to hear you saying this about them. But when that didn't slow the flow of the information sharing, I made a quiet but solemn vow to myself that the information would never pass my own lips. I would hear it, but I would never share it, ever. Because I think there's just a moment in time when you realize that it's like the toothpaste out of the tube. You can't put it back in. And there's very few things that you get to keep, but your word is one of them. And that's something that I think about a lot. You get to keep your word. So I just don't want to repeat it. I know it. I'll never share it. And perhaps that's the thing about gossip that I've sort of been thinking about and why I wanted to put this episode together, because I want to hear from you. Is any real harm ever meant? Is it all just a pantomime and not really to be taken too seriously? Is my approach, is my new angle on it a little bit too, has the pendulum swung too far the other way? Or does gossip have the potential to be really damaging and hurtful? I've actually read some really interesting articles this week in preparation for putting this together that says that gossip is actually a really important social skill and a crucial part of society and community. And I suppose when you look at it like that, I can see how a case could be made for gossip being a really important part of the social ecosystem if you like but I guess I come I'm come down to the fact that I'm inclined to say there's a space between the two against it being benign and it being malicious and hurtful but I have now come to see gossip as a bit of a red flag or should I say I've just learned the hard way unfortunately and who can't relate to this because I think every single person I know that I've spoken to about this has said yep yep that's happened to me too but if someone is gossiping to you about someone else they'll gossip to someone else about you it's a it's a universal truth so yeah just like stem the flow don't gossip I suppose there's also something selfish about it too 
in not gossiping in that I want people I want the people I hang out with to trust me and in order to do that they need to see evidence of the fact I can be trusted and I think being somebody who doesn't pass on information is a really good way of showing people look if you do ever tell me anything it's not going anywhere from here there's no point me saying I don't break confidences to someone if I've just told them about so-and-so's marital strife and financial issues right so a great resource if you're looking for uh, how not to behave. And I love them. But The Real Housewives, the reason why I got into The Real Housewives in the first place, and we we're talking 10 plus years ago, is because for me, it was just a, a, an education in how not to behave, how not to let your ego, just because you would see egos getting in the way, status getting in the way, people trying to posture and all of those things. And I think actually, as much as, the, as much as I've learned a lot of this, and I've come to this conclusion based on my own personal experiences... I'm also going to say that uh, some of this has been, some of it, a lot of this has been heavily influenced by being a fly on the wall in social situations that are slightly exaggerated or slightly bigger than usual social situations that I've seen on reality TV where you just see people pass on information and you look at it and you think, oh God, that's just so revolting. I don't like the look of that. So all in all, I have just decided that being a safe space for your friends to talk openly and not passing on anything you hear is just a better way to navigate the world. Even if it does make you a less interesting dinner party guest and perhaps means that you will never be invited by Bravo LLC to become a real housewife of any franchise. And that's something I will have to make peace with. but uh, I think I'm okay with it for now I'm I'm a happy viewer and I think I would probably I'd be I'm a much better viewer than I am a housewife I'd be terrible or maybe it would turn me into a monster who knows let's find out or maybe not anyway what do you think I would love to know you can email me at thebeautypodcast at gmail.com you can DM me on Instagram where I'm at Emma Guns or you can post something in the Facebook group I'm going to post something about gossip in the Facebook group because I'd be really interested to know what you think have you been burned by gossip have you been called out for being a gossip and I think if it is the social glue that binds us, then it makes sense that sometimes it's going to get us into trouble. And how did it feel to get called out for passing on information? I've definitely been in that situation and I genuinely thought I was doing the right thing. This is many, many years ago. But uh, when you look at it and realize, no, actually, it wasn't my information to share, you realize that you screwed up and it was time to say sorry. So I'd be really interested to know what you think. Is How, is, how do you make gossip harmless? How do you keep it kind of pretty safe? And how do you know when it's going, stepping over the line? I'd be really interested to know what you think. So make sure you email me, uh, DM me, or start a post in the Facebook group. I'd be really interested to know what you think. And don't forget, if you go to the links in the show notes, you can watch the YouTube channel, you can sign up to my newsletter. There's so much that you can do just to stay involved and share your thoughts. And thank you to everybody who sent me messages about the teetotal episode. I had a lot of really incredible emails from people saying (laughs) my favorite one was Emma you are not the most boring person in the room I too stopped drinking and the amount of people who said that they did a dry January and then kept going and I think one person did a dry January in 2013 and 10 years later is still dry which is just proof I guess that you do maybe you age out of drinking I don't know but we can discuss that at length in the Facebook group I know quite a few people have spoken about it in there But thank you so much for listening. That's everything for Bullet Points this week. I really appreciate you following, commenting on posts, subscribing, spreading the word about the podcast. I know that quite a few of you share the links to the podcast with your friends and so you might enjoy this conversation with so-and-so and and such and such. So that means a lot. It really, really does. Um, And if if you get the time or you get a moment, please do 
leave a five star review if you like the show uh, wherever it is that you download and listen to the episodes because that also would be so excellent of you thank you so much for listening i will see you on the next one Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG.